Phone lines are open. If you have an issue with the Jewish people, with the state of Israel, with Christian support of Israel, if you think that the Talmud sanctions all kinds of horrible things, this is your day to call. It's time for The Line of Fire with your host, activist, author, international speaker, and theologian, Dr. Michael Brown. Your voice of moral, cultural, and spiritual revolution. Michael Brown is the director of the Coalition of Conscience and president of Fire School of Ministry. Get into The Line of Fire now by calling 866-34-TRUTH. That's 866-34-TRUTH. Here again is Dr. Michael Brown. Well, friends, in light of the incredible surge of anti-Semitic comments on our YouTube channel and elsewhere, I decided to open the phone lines today for all those who post the comments on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, all those who blast Israel's an apartheid genocidal state, all those who claim the Talmud sanctions pedophilia and other things like that. All those who believe that the Jews, the Jews, as a general statement, are responsible for most of the world's problems, etc., etc. Those that believe that things like the protocols of the elders of Zion are true, and on and on. The phone lines are open for you to call in today and to present your case. 866-348-7884. That's 866-34-TRUTH. The phone lines are open for you to present your case. I, I see the comments literally by the thousands. We get like on YouTube alone, 30 something thousand comments in a month. So don't see a lot of them, but many that I see one after another, after another, I mean, can be as blatant and crude as F Dr. Brown, you're a hook nose Jew, you know, the standard anti-Semitic libels like that. Holocaust denial or blaming the Jews for the Holocaust or blaming the Jews for basically every problem in the world. So I see it day and night. I've often opened the phones during other shows and said, call in and present your case. If you're so sure, if you're so sure that the Talmud sanctions pedophilia, then please, by all means, call in and present your case. If you're so sure that Israel is a genocidal state, well, then please, by all means, Call in and present your case. We are going to have honest dialogue today. In the meantime, I want you to know some of what's out there, some of the Jew hatred that's in the world today. This clip is from a speech of a Hamas leader. It's in Arabic, but it's not long. I'll I'll tell you what's being said. It was made last Friday, captured on Memory TV, so M-E-M-R-I TV, which is an Israeli website and organization that monitors what's being said on Palestinian TV, on Muslim TV, sometimes even preached in mosques and things like that. And they post the actual video footage with translation and transcript. So we're, we're often told that Hamas is not anti-Semitic. Hamas is just against, quote, the occupation. Hamas opposes Jews living in what they believe is their land, Muslim land, and they don't have it in for Jews worldwide. Well, this clip from this past Friday night, July 12th, says something otherwise. Let's listen. خلص سبعة مليون فلسطيني برا بكفيك وتسخين 
في عندكم يهود في كل مكان يجب ان نهجم على كل يهودي متواجد في الكره الارضيه ذبحا وقتلا باذن الله سبحانه وتعالى يكفي تسخين خلاص هي ابيلز تو ذا 7 مليون فلسطينيينز وورلد وايد سيز انف وذ وارمينج اب ناو يو ار تو اتاك اند سلاتر اند كيل اول جوز وورلد وايد ذاتس حماس يس ذات از حماس That is their heart. I, I documented in an article that'll be out shortly, just going through the original charter, where the issue is not just Jews living in Israel, but, quote, the Jews. Now, I'm going to say something I've said scores of times, maybe hundreds, I don't know, but certainly scores of times. It is not anti-Semitic to criticize the Jewish people, to criticize Israel. It is anti-Semitic to defame and demonize the people as a whole, the state as a whole, to spread lies and misinformation. That is anti-Semitic. So if, for example, you made the statement, right? You, you made the, the statement that American whites have always been slave owners and slave traders. Well, that would be a false statement, patently false statement. Many American whites were, many American whites were not, and that's why there was a civil war. If I say Catholic priests are pedophiles, Catholic priests are homosexual pedophiles, if I made that statement, that would be a misstatement. Some are. A, a, a shocking number are, but many are not. And most have not been guilty of sexual abuse. So it is when you say the Jews and then make a statement after that, that is untrue, that is exaggerated, that is stereotypical and false, and you paint it on the people as a whole, that is being anti-Semitic. Now, you can say it's not. By all means, that's why the phone lines are open. I've, I've asked Dr. Jones over radio and now via article and now via video Let's have a public, moderated, academic debate. He takes issue, Dr. E. Michael Jones, Catholic scholar, takes issue with my view that his writings are anti-Semitic. Many others agree that his writings are anti-Semitic. He takes issue with that. Well, then let's have a public, moderated, academic debate where we can discuss, are they anti-Semitic or not? But here's what's frightening. And, and the reason I'm addressing these things with more and more frequency It's not just because the new edition of Our Hands Are Stained With Blood, which updates and catches up on a lot of this stuff. It's not just because that is coming out in September. But all the more, the reason that book is coming out is because of the rise, the surge of anti-Semitism, even in the church today among professing Christians. And the lies are just out there everywhere. In fact, I'm going to go to the phones momentarily. But my producer, Matt, a few days back, was taking a, a taxi ride over to the airport. And somehow, the conversation about the Jews came up. I want you to hear what this driver had to say. All the sound bites. He's, is this just a guy, a, a driver? All right? I imagine that's just his job. He's a driver. And, and here, he knows all the sound bites. He's heard it. He believes it's true. Uh, listen to what he had to say. Kai, we'll just play them in order. Start with the first clip. What does the Talmud say? It talks about almost um, 
the acceptance of pedophilia. Really? Oh man! Uh, it says that everybody other than themselves are, are like cows to be herded. Wow! This just a, a week ago when that was on his way to the airport that the guy actually believes the Talmud sanctions pedophilia. It's absolutely false. It's absolutely incorrect. It's a complete misinterpretation and misrepresentation of sources and ignoring a mountain load of other sources that, that condemn abusive children and things like that. But th- this fellow actually believes it. And, and what the Talmud says about all Gentiles are just like cows and animals. This is what's repeated. It's repeated enough. People believe it. And it stirs up hatred against the Jews. All right. Conversation continues. Listen to what he says. We have it. All right. Maybe not yet. All right. We'll, we'll come back. We'll, we'll come back to, uh, to these clips, but I'm going to go to the phones and we'll start in Chicago with James. Welcome to the line of fire. Hi, thanks for having me on. You're welcome. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, sure that your characterizations of Dr. Jones' statement and uh, his positions is is patently false, and I have evidence. Um, Jones is not a fringe guy. Uh, He's a Catholic. I'm a Catholic. And Wait, wait, um, let me just interrupt. What does that have to do? Who said he's fringe? Who said he's not Catholic? There are plenty of mainstream people who are blatant anti-Semites. But okay, you said you have okay. 100% evidence that what I'm saying is patently false. The statements that Dr. Jones made are, in fact, the statements of the Catholic Church, because being an anti-Semite is a racial distinction. No, that's false. That's false. Theological Sir, that's false. James, James, that's false. That's Dr. Jones' definition of... James, t- tell you what, let's do this, all right? Let's do this. Let's type in yeah. Dictionary of Anti-Semitism. Okay, how about we do that? Okay. So, so what you're going to say? Yeah. Okay. Anti-Semitism is prejudice against and hatred for Jewish people. All right. Okay. I mean, I could give you definition after definition, but they're all going to say the same thing as a religious or ethnic group. That's the whole thing. Here, I'll I'll give you one more. Sure. Hostility toward or discredit. James, hang on. Hostility toward or discrimination against Jews as a religious, ethnic, or racial group. That's a working definition, Merriam-Webster, all right? That's a very common definition. You'll find hundreds of dictionary sources with a similar definition. I'll read it once more. Hostility toward or discrimination against Jews as a religious, ethnic, or racial group. Dr. Jones is a classic anti-Semite based on that definition. No question about it. Okay, can we? Can I make a distinction now or a definition? Was that okay? Well, you can't make up a definition. I'm not making up a definition. Uh, but the Catholic Church uh, has always believed that the law of prayer determines the law of belief. In Latin, it is uh, lex orandi, lex credendi. So when we look at the Church's prayers, we can understand what the Church believes. Now, in the Psalter that the, um, the priests say every day, uh, every week they pray 150 psalms, on the day of Good Friday, during Matin, which is a, 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 an office of prayer in the morning, during reading number six, uh, this is the, uh, the reading 
uh, of the prayer. It says, they wetted their tongues like a sword. The Jews cannot say we did not murder Christ, albeit they gave him over to Pilate, his judge, that they themselves might seem free of his death. For when Pilate said unto them, take ye him and kill him, they answered, it is not lawful for us to put any but man what, what does this death. have to do with Dr. Jones' broad statements that the Jews what I'm saying are the is, enemies? L- L- James, L- James, L- James L- hang, hang on. I'll, I'll let you respond on the other side of the break. Dr. Jones has whole books. I, I own some of them. I mean, m- hundreds and hundreds of pages long, blaming the Jews for many, if not most, of the social moral problems in the world today. The Jews are moral subversives, according to Dr. Jones. The Jews are hostile to all mankind, according to Dr. Jones. That's anti-Semitism, plain and simple. So you're telling me 100% that that's false. You haven't given me a syllable of evidence yet. I hope you got something better on the other side of the break. We'll be back. It's the Line of Fire with your host, Dr. Michael Brown. Your voice of moral, cultural, and spiritual revolution. Here again is Dr. Michael Brown. You know what's wild? When we open the phones for questions, all the phone lines light up when we do Q&A shows on Friday. Every line is normally lit up sometimes before the show starts. And through the entire show, the moment one opens, instantly filled. And yet, despite... Tens of thousands of vile, ugly, blatantly anti-Semitic comments and posts on our social media outlets, YouTube channel and elsewhere. When we open the phones for people to call in, almost no one does. It's remarkable. Go ahead, present your case. Don't, Don't hide behind your computer. Do what James did. All right, do what James did. Call in. All right. If, if, you, if you believe in your position, call in. And allow me to challenge it. And if the facts are on your side, I'll admit you're right. And if the facts are on my side, I hope you'll have the humility to admit you're wrong. All right, so, so James, let me just set this up and then I'll let you speak. We, we, we won't be pressed with a break. I think you're missing the point. Dr. Jones accuses me of calling him an anti-Semite because I disagree with his interpretation of Scripture. That's not the case at all. It's because of the volumes of what he's written attacking the Jews as moral subversives and saying Jews by spiritual nature are subversive and revolutionary rebels and that you can make a blanket statement about the Jews that they are to this day hostile to all mankind. That's my issue with him. Not interpretation of a given scripture or not whether there's culpability on Jewish leaders for, for crucifying Jesus. The New Testament is clear that there is. Who would argue with that? I mean, Peter says in Acts 3, you did it in ignorance, so repent. But who, who would deny Jewish culpability in the crucifixion of Jesus? Even, even the rabbinic writings uh, talk about that, how he was found to be false and was, was given over uh, to be killed. So I, I, I must be missing your point then uh, about how Catholic liturgy shows that Dr. Jones' anti-Semitic writings are not anti-Semitic. So, so please help me understand, because I'm genuinely baffled by where you're going here. I mean, you, you, you covered a lot of ground here uh, on that little intro. Um, so it does get a little fuzzy when you do that. Uh, so what I'm talking about here is when you look at the liturgy, you're looking at how the Church prays. When we understand how the Church prays, we understand what the Church believes. 
and what the Church teaches. And what Baxter Jones puts forward in his book is only what the Church teaches, period. Well, you haven't given me a syllable to support that. You haven't given me a syllable to support that Dr. Jones... Well, but James, listen, I've got a radio show. When we look... look, Listen, listen, James. I have a radio show with accountability to God and my listeners and viewers for how I use the time. You said that what I said is patently false and you you are 100% sure. You've not given me a syllable yet to address the issue. So we're going to try once more. All right, we're going to try once more. I'm not going to let you speak for 45 minutes and waste everybody's time and my time and your time, frankly. All right, so really simple. Where does the Catholic Church support the view that, quote, the Jews are moral subversives? All right, that's, that's my question. That's my issue with Dr. Jones, that the Jews. Attack, so, so please tell me where the Catholic Church, here's your last try. Where does the Catholic Church support the idea that, quote, the Jews are moral subversives? Cornelius Lapide's commentary on the Gospels, 1 Thessalonians 2.15, quote, who, namely the Jews, indeed killed the Lord Jesus Christ and did not please God and opposed the salvation of all men. They indeed opposed Christ the Savior and his good news and are opposed to us, his heralds, whom they most obstinately resist, avidly persecute, forbidding us to speak to the Gentiles. And You so didn't answer my Christians question, James. You did. James, that's a commentary. I could give you 50 commentaries that say the same thing on First Thessalonians 2. James. Last chance. Last chance. Where does the Catholic Church support Dr. Jones's accusation that, quote, the Jews are moral subversives? You understand that Catholics only interpret the Bible the way the Pope interprets it, right? So when the Pope gives his approbation for a particular interpretation, that is what. All right, James. All right. So tell you what, you have no evidence. James, you have no evidence. You have no evidence. Yes, All right. I do. I'm a Catholic. I know what James, I'm you're about. a Catholic. You know how many Catholics differ with you? You know how many Catholics are outraged by Dr. Jones? A Catholic the friend of mine is, is a, a Catholic friend of mine. Faith. James, a Catholic friend of mine is a, and I'm sure you, you reject the, the, the papal statements in, in the 1960s, right? Where, where they no. made clear. So you reject those. There were no papal statements in the 1960s. There was no, no. council. Ah, so that you reject what the council said. Dogmatically defined in that. But you reject the count. You reject the council that goes against your statements here. You reject the Catholic council with Catholic spot. All right, James. Tell tell you what. Characterization of my position. I gave you, I think, five chances to give me one, one, just one, one, just one, one example. Not a commentary that somebody wrote on First Thessalonians two. I, I could cite endless commentaries that say that same. I'm aware such commentaries exist. Not a liturgy from the Catholic Church on a, on a front. But this is, this is how anti-Semitism is fueled, all right? That, that rather than have a, a, a correct definition of it, so first you're going to define it in such a way that it doesn't apply to you. It's, it's like saying, oh, no, no, a racist is only someone who wants to kill others. I, I hate others, but I don't want to kill them. Therefore, I'm not a racist. No, that that 
you can't make up your own definition. Well, that's what it was when it came in there. Yeah, yeah, but that is not how it's been used for decades and decades and decades and decades. All right? That's the first thing. The second thing, you cannot give me a Catholic, an authoritative Catholic source that remains in force today that supports your position that the Jews are morally subversive. What you need to do, James and Dr. Jones, own it and say, yes, by this definition, we are anti-Semites, but we believe it's a righteous position. That's what you need to do. You're wrong. You're dead wrong on, on your points. All right. In First Thessalonians 2, what, even if you don't want to translate it Judeans, even though he mentions Judean just moments before in verse 14, the, the church is in Judea. Then he speaks to the Judeans. Even if you want to say the Jews, it's the, Jew, the Jews who, uh, who killed Jesus, the Jews who opposed the apostles and prophets of the church. Yes, those Jews are displeasing to God and hostile all mankind. It's not speaking about all Jews or the Jews as a people. The Jews who did that. That's all it's saying. And I could give you commentary after commentary that says it, and Catholic scholars that would agree with that. So, so please don't present here. Don't make other Catholics look bad. And don't make Dr. Jones become the spokesman of the Catholic Church because there are plenty of devout Catholics who absolutely abhor his position and categorically reject it. A anyway, hopefully the next caller can do better. I I'm trying. I, <laughs> I am trying. And by the way, if, if, James could have produced Catholic documents saying that the Jews are morally subversive and the Jews as a people by spiritual nature are, are wicked and, hot and hostile, all mankind, et cetera, et cetera. Then all that would say is that Catholicism was anti-Semitic. That's all it would prove. You, the fact you could have a, a mountain of people, and I'm not saying there are, but the fact you could have a mountain of people that support an anti-Semitic position doesn't mean it's not anti-Semitic. Wow. Just utterly amazing. By the way, so just so you know what, what this Catholic caller was rejecting, um, there was a statement, a, a famous declaration on the relation of the church with non-Christian relations of the Second Vatican Council. Uh, it was promulgated on October 28, 1965 by Pope Paul VI. It was passed by a vote of 2021, 2,221 to 88, all right? And uh, uh, it... it it does not speak of the Jews in the same way. It nuances and clarifies statements. In fact, just having a document up here, uh, it remains one of the most consequential documents in the history of the post-Vatican II Church and for the relations between Jews and Christians, Catholics especially, but not only Catholics. The story of Nostra Aetate is a story of leadership in the church. It was only indirectly a fruit of a collective process of reflection on the relations between Jews and Christians. And, uh, yeah, and there are other, there are other related texts. Just here, let me, let me read something relevant. As the sacred synod searches into the mystery of the church, speaking of the Catholic church, it remembers the bond that spiritually ties the people of the new covenant to Abraham's stock. 
Thus, the Church of Christ acknowledges that according to God's saving design, the beginnings of her faith and her election are found already among the patriarchs, Moses, and the prophets. She professes that all who believe in Christ uh, are Abraham's sons according to faith, etc. Uh, the church, therefore, cannot forget that she received the revelation of the Old Testament through the people with whom God, in his inexpressible mercy, concluded the ancient covenant. Then it says, furthermore, in her rejection of every persecution against any man, the church, mindful of the patrimony she shares with the Jews, and moved not by political reasons, but by the gospel spiritual of decries hatred, persecutions, displays of anti-Semitism directed against Jews at any time and by anyone. And that's, that's part of the statement there. All right. And, and ultimately, you go through the statement, our last caller has to reject. Oh, that's just a council. That's not official teaching of the Pope. So, hey, his, his issues with the Catholic Church, not with me, but I'm not Catholic. And I'm not here to defend the Catholic Church or accuse the Catholic Church. My issue is, if you believe this stuff, call it su support. Support your views with facts, with information. That's why I'd like to have a public debate, moderated, academic, formal debate, unedited with Dr. Jones on the subject. Why not? It's the Line of Fire with your host, Dr. Michael Brown. Get into the Line of Fire now by calling 866-34-TRUTH. Here again is Dr. Michael Brown. What does the Talmud say? It talks about almost um, the acceptance of pedophilia. Really? Oh, man. Uh, it says that everybody other than themselves are, are like cows to be herded. That is utterly remarkable. My producer, Matt, last week was getting a ride to the airport and the driver he and the driver began to talk about israel the jewish people and the driver somehow knew all of the talking points all of the lies about the talmud that it promotes pedophilia that it says that all gentiles are like cows and things like that utterly remarkable but there's more that the driver had to say listen to this you're talking about the jewish talmud yeah. wow so you're saying that has fostered some of that the part of the, part of the culture, part of the Jewish culture. Really? I mean, homosexuality comes out of Hollywood. I forgot the name of the book from uh, Jewish scholars. They said that they wanted to purposely bring it into America to make Christianity look bad. Bring the Talmud in? No, no, certain deviant behavior. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, it's hard to get your hands on the Talmud, but they talking about boiling Jesus and extra Ah, so did you get that? There's a book that shows that the Jews decided to bring in deviant sexual behavior into America to make Christianity look bad. This is what this driver believes. We'll come back to the boiling and excrement comment in a moment. And there's more. One more clip. And, you know, and, and we live in a culture in a time where anything you say that's fact concerning Jewish people, now you're a bad guy. You know, the people in that area said that the Jews left black and came back white. <laughs> ah, all right. So a completely bogus quote that's always attributed to, to Nasser, Egyptian President Nasser, that the Jews left black and came back white. That's why they could never live in land. Completely bogus, manufactured, non-existent. He never said it. But why should that stop someone from quoting it and making into it even an internet meme? So here's the deal. The reason, friends, that I continue to address the rising tide of anti-Semitism is because it's when lies like this, when garbage like this 
gets spewed one after another, after another, after another. When people believe this type of stuff, that then there is hostility to Jews and sometimes even violence against Jews and mistreatment against Jews. This happens over and over and over again. What about the comment that according to the Talmud, Jesus is now boiling an excrement in hell? It's possible that the Talmud says that the reason I say it's possible is because it's not clear who exactly is being spoken to uh, about. There are different ones with different dates about a hundred years apart called Yeshu in the Talmud. And then is he referred to by a code name like Balaam or something like that? In any case, there's debate among Talmudic scholars whether that refers to him or not. But it's possible it does. If that's the case, it's ugly, it's deplorable, it's inexcusable, it's horrific. Interestingly, though, I did a survey on Twitter and I asked the question, according to your views, is Muhammad burning in hell now? And overwhelmingly, the Christian said, yes, he is. So Christians have no problem saying that about Muhammad, which, of course, is terribly offensive to Muslims. And the Talmud may have referenced Jesus, who they thought was a false prophet and a deceiver burning in hell. Yes, it's deplorable. It's ugly. It's inexcusable. But even if it says it, that's not what the Talmud is about overall. But these lies are out there everywhere. And the moment I explain what the Talmud actually says, I get a flood of people saying, you're not really a follower of Jesus. You're a crypto Jew. You work with ultra-Orthodox organizations to corrupt the church. I mean, the, cra- the craziest stuff. Despite my 300-page book refuting the Talmud, forget that. Forget the fact that I've been called public enemy number one by Orthodox Jews become of our, because of our outreach work to win Jews over to Jesus. Forget that. No, the moment I correct a lie spoken against the Jewish people, that proves I'm not really a follower of Jesus. Friends, let me give you a sample of what has been flooding, and I mean flooding, our YouTube channel since we have been exposing Rick Wiles and True News for blatant anti-Semitism and blatantly false comments about Israel and the, and the Jewish people. Let me, let me just read some of the, some of the comments. I mean, many are so vile and ugly that, that you can't even read part of them on the air. Then you say, well, though, that's not him. All I'm saying is the ones that come flooding in to support him and agree with him, this is what they believe. This is what he's either catering to or helping to foster. So how do we explain the last 2,000 years of Jewish domination, subversion, infiltration, pedophilia, ritual murder, usury, manipulation, supremacy, and all of the other ills that come with the Jews? How to explain that these critters have been kicked out of 84 different countries long before this Zionist blank line appeared on the scene. Uh, by the way, the reason that Jews have been kicked out of different countries, primary reason was they refused to convert to Christianity and then were kicked out accordingly. But why, why deal with facts and truth when it's much better to say, see, they're so bad, they're kicked out of country after country. That would be like putting a, a black teenager in, in racist white school districts and he gets kicked out of school after school and you're going to blame it on the black teenager. All right, this guy continues. These Jews weren't Zionists when they were exiled from all these places. They were simply Jews behaving as Jews are known to do. All the anti-Semitic lies right here. This one fact alone accentuates and explains the very nature of the Jew as the problem. And not only this Zionist bit the Jews and their minions try to sell you on. Every Jew is expected to be a Zionim for the Jewish tribe. And they're expected to respond when any part of the tribe is threatened. In fact, today, this is almost a knee-jerk reaction for every Jew on the planet. They're all helpers for their tribe. And if you doubt this fact, just strike up a conversation with any good Jew you can find about their murderous ways, and you will find them defending the tribe. <laughs> in other words, when you lie to a Jew about Jews, 
when you tell lies about Jewish people, when you accuse them of falsehood as a people, and they say that's not true, that proves they're all conspiratorially hiding a lot. You see the madness of this, friends. You see the hysterical illogic of anti-Semitism. This is what we're dealing with. Of course, many of them will manipulate you by pretending to be anti-Zionist Jews who won't stand for Israel's domination. But hit them with facts about Jewish blood libel and ritual murder, or the fact that Jews like Stalin murdered 30 million people in Russia, and you'll quickly find them on the defense. This is the madness and the idiocy that is being fueled into flames by the anti-Semites that are out there. Uh, And aside from the fact that there are plenty of Jews that don't support modern Israel, Aside from the fact that it is a bold-faced lie that Jews have engaged in ritual murder, the whole blood libel, Jews have been killed for that lie. And despite the fact that Stalin was not a Jew. I mean, this is, friends, this is what is being posted day and night on our YouTube channel. What's remarkable is when I open the phone lines and say, call in, support your view. You post day and night on YouTube. You certainly have the ability to call. Call in. I, I've had the phone lines open now for 40 minutes. Only got one caller so far, and that caller did a terrible job of of presenting his views, all right, and said nothing to support his views. But phone lines are open. Why don't why don't the anti Semites call? Why don't you call and prove your point? You got all this facts and information. Prove it. Scary, isn't it? They have no problem towing the line right along with you until they realize you're onto the fact that all Jews are parasitic, subversive, and destructive creatures. What ugly rhetoric! And YouTube. If you're monitoring this, I'm denouncing this stuff, okay? I'm, I'm denouncing rhetoric like this. Don't ban my video and say it's anti-Semitic. I'm exposing the hate speech. YouTube, do you get that? Are you watching? I am exposing the hate speech. I am denouncing this nonsense and calling it out. All right, here. I mean, I, I go on and on with that. But uh, E. Michael Jones, Catholic scholar E. Michael Jones, wrote this little book. All right, it's 26 pages. Is Christian anti-Semitism responsible for the Poway Synagogue shooting? Now, the manifesto of the shooter in that tragic incident, John Ernest, uh, expressed his vitriolic hatred of the Jews and based a lot of it on his Christian viewpoint, made it clear why he was doing what he was doing. Dr. Jones took issue with me for saying that Christian anti-Semitism was responsible, obviously, in part, the shooter makes his own decisions, but in part for the, the power shooting. And basically, this book is, is an attack on me. Strangely, Amazon refused to, to post my review of it, very strangely. But uh, in the book, I mentioned 45 times, according to the Kindle count, 45 times in the book. So it's basically an attack on me. And, and I want you to hear some of the things that Dr. Jones says. I, I pulled out a few choice quotes here. Okay, here we go. John Ernest was much more intelligent than Dr. Brown. So speaking of me, he says that John Ernest was much more intelligent than Dr. Brown. This is text number six in our list. Who failed to understand that Ernest was hoping for precisely the sort of overreaction Dr. Brown displayed because Ernest knew it would lead to further violence and that further violence would lead to further repression until finally the long-awaited revolution would break out and the white people would regain their former dignity. This is the twisted logic of, of Dr. Brown, that the shooter, 19-year-old shooter, realized that if he wrote an anti-Semitic screed based on his Christian views, that people like me would then draw attention to it. That would then cause an overreaction 
which would then cause any such speech to be further suppressed, which would then ultimately lead to a white supremacist revolution and violence. I mean, the, and what's scary is I think Dr. Jones actually believes what he wrote. That's the scary part. How about this one? Disagree with Dr. Brown and he will call you an anti-Semite. My debate with him has already shown that. The new normal is just over the horizon. Disagree with Dr. Brown, you'll go to jail. No, that's, of course, false. Every, every sentence there is false. Just telling you the truth here, just correcting the, the misinformation. I mean, it's enough to put out a 26-page book. Obviously, it's not a lot to say when you just put it out in 26 pages. But when, you're, when, when it's filled with, with falsehood and lies and misrepresentation and misinformation, all the more waste of money. To buy. Listen, I'm honored anytime writes a book, uh, anyone writes a book attacking me or puts out a video attacking me. It happens all the time, especially with videos. I'm honored. I'm glad our message is getting out and people are trying to respond to it. But respond based on truth. So number one, we didn't do a debate. We had a radio dialogue. I, I want to do a debate. I want to do a debate with Dr. Jones as to whether his views are anti-Semitic or not. Thus far, he's refused my invitation. But let, let's do it. I'm sure we can get it sponsored somewhere, formal academic debate. That's number one. Number two, you can disagree with me all you want. I'm not going to call you an anti-Semite. You can criticize Jewish people all you want. I'm not going to call you an anti-Semite. If you demonize the people as a whole and defame the people as a whole, I'll call you an anti-Semite. But I defend your right to do it. I defend your right to do it. So this whole you go to jail thing, that's figment of his own imagination. Oh, but other Jews said it. Not me. Not me. All right. <clears throat> Back cover. Dr. Brown has made it clear that any Christian who disagrees with his understanding of Scripture as it relates to the Jews is a Christian anti-Semite. No. <clears throat> if you take that scripture and from that scripture deduce that all Jews in the world by nature are moral subversives and hostile to all mankind. Yeah, that would be an anti-Semitic position. But we can disagree on interpretation of scripture. That's not the issue. The issue is what you then do with it, what you take it out to mean, and how you then use it to demonize the Jews as a people. Yeah, that's anti-Semitic. It's The Line of Fire with your host, activist, author, international speaker, and theologian, Dr. Michael Brown. Your voice of moral, cultural, and spiritual revolution. Get into The Line of Fire now by calling 866-34-TRUTH. Here again is Dr. Michael Brown. Thanks, friends, for joining us on The Line of Fire, 866-34-TRUTH. I opened the phones 48 minutes ago and tweeted shortly before the show and then hours before the show saying, if you've got criticisms against Israel, against the Jewish people, if you're anti-Semitic and you believe those views are right, if you believe Israel's a genocidal state or Jews or moral subversives, call. Please present your evidence. 48 minutes ago, friends. Still waiting. Still waiting for someone to call and present evidence. Oh, people have called in agreeing with me and speaking against anti-Semitism, but I'm not taking those calls today. And here's what prompted me to get into this again. Not just the flood of comments pouring in YouTube after we expose uh, uh, Rick Wiles and True News yet again. Not just the flood of ugly stuff there. But I did a poll a couple days ago asking the question, as a Christian, what's the first thing that comes to your mind when I ask the question, who killed Jesus? Now, obviously, many would say God gave the son or the son laid his life down. But I, I was asking for a different purpose. So I said, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? The Jews, the Romans, our sins. And I knew, having been in the faith for 47 and a half years, that overwhelmingly, that Christians would say our sins nailed them to the cross. And that's how the poll was 
maybe a thousand something responses, 1200, whatever. And it was, it was coming towards the end and maybe 82% something said our sins and maybe 10% said the Jews, maybe 8% said Romans or you know, something like that. 12% Jews, 6% Romans, but overwhelmingly our sins. And then suddenly I saw zoo, a flood of over a thousand comments come pouring in and the whole thing got skewed, the Jews. So I deleted the poll because it, it got trolled. People joined in simply to attack and, and to present a position. So I thought, you're not going to skew this thing and make it as if that's the majority view, nor are you going to tamper with my poll. Oh, good you? So then the anti-Semites started pouring in again. I thought, you know, I need to address this. And, and here, here, comments like this, one after another on our, on our YouTube channel. Judaism is Satanism, and Zionist Christian is an oxymoron. Um, YouTube, the Protocols of Zion, is their blueprint, and will give you an understanding of what's really going on. So you have to understand, Protocols of Zion is a classic anti-Semitic document. It's a, it's a forged document full of lies against the Jewish people. Uh, never forget, Jews murdered JFK, attacked the USS Liberty, and did 9-11. If you don't know about the USS Liberty, well, you know about 9-11 and JFK, but and then you'll find out the USS Liberty thing, another lie against the Jews. Jews broke their covenant relationship with God when they knowingly killed the promised Messiah, Jesus Christ. Therefore, no promises remain, even though the New Testament repeatedly says the contrary. Uh, I wonder when Trump will come clean with the American public that he converted to Judaism and became a member of Chabad Lubavitch, a known satanic terrorist organization that was involved in 9-11. <laughs> Oh, the thing that this fellow didn't mention is that Elvis Presley actually is the head of Chabad and that every, every Christmas Donald Trump masquerades as Santa and, and comes down through your chimney. I, I guess he left those points out. Friends, this is the, ma this is the madness we're dealing with. They say, Dr. Brown, ignore it. Hey, I'm going to expose the lies because it's lies like this that have led to the shedding of Jewish blood for centuries get the new edition of our hands are stained with blood friends coming out in september you can pre-order it online our hands are stained with blood get the new edition find out what's happened in church history find out what's happening until this day it's ugly it's despicable it's mind-boggling but people here stacks stacks thousands thousands of comments like that pouring into our youtube channel and other social media outlets. And that's just the ones that are coming our way. People believe the lies. People believe the lies. And you have to understand, when I expose them, it gets ugly. We get attacked. Well, you get all kinds of financial support for doing it. I wish we did because we'd use the money to get the truth out. And we use the money to reach Jewish people with the message of Jesus because Jewish people need Jesus to be saved just like everybody else. The Jews need Jesus to be saved. Yes, just like the Gentiles need Jesus to be saved. Everybody sins. Everybody falls short of God's glory. Jesus is the Messiah of Israel and the Savior of the world. We reject him. We are lost, period. I believe that. Yes. So <laughs> I would to God that we got lots of funding for exposing anti-Semitism. We'll do it anyway. We'll do it despite the flack and the garbage that comes our way. And it is a steady flood of filth. His truth will triumph. And light will shine in darkness. And Jesus is going to be exalted. 866-34-TRUTH. Uh, Jamie, are you, you calling to present a, an anti-Jewish position or to stand with me? 
Um, I would, well, it's, I, I don't stand with anybody per se, but I do stand with you in preaching the gospel. I okay, good. But I, I just wanted to make sure that you were not, you were not calling to support what I'm saying here, because I'm only taking calls from people who differ with me. Because I didn't hear the show from the beginning, but I'm, I'm against, of course, I'm against anti-Semitism. I'm against anti-Christianity as well. I'm against all kinds of forms of hatred. Okay. And I did see a video of you in Israel where it was just posted recently, where you were attacked and harassed by somebody while you were trying to pe- preach to your fellow Jews. And I know the Bible says to the Jew first, the gospel goes to the Jew first, and then into the Gentile. And, uh, but the thing is, is that I'm actually calling to complain because I'm being labeled and branded as a murderer. Because? One of your YouTube followers. Oh, yeah. And I'm, I'm requesting that, that that person's comments be taken down. First of all, I'm half Jewish. That's number one. All right, but, okay, so t- tell you what, Jamie, ha- hang on. Here's what you do, all right? Because we have a very specific purpose. Uh, we have 80,000 plus subscribers on YouTube and then several million that ultimately can, can watch things that don't subscribe. So we're not, you know, we're not giant, but we're, we're growing. So obviously no clue who you're talking about. But Jamie, here's what you do. Write an email to info at askdrbrown.org. That's askdrbrown.org. Make sure you jot this down. Or just on our website, click on contact. Info at askdrbrown.org. All right? Just document what's happening, where it's happening, send, send a link, and, and mention the comments. And if uh, someone is defaming you and it comes to our attention, then we'll gladly uh, deal with it. We'll gladly block that person from being able to do that in the future. Okay. Thank you for calling in. Uh, <laughs> I, okay, uh, still, still waiting. I know Howard's trying to sift through these calls. He's doing a great job of, of working through what's out there. I, I want you to understand something. It is hard to find a less paranoid person on the planet than me. What do I mean? I mean, I, I feel blessed by God all the time. I feel loved by God all the time. I feel supported by God all the time. I... Uh, I, and by the way, we're going through call after call after call. Howard's answering one after another. And so far, I told him the only ones I can call are ones who have an issue with the Jewish people or an issue with Israel or who want to defend any of those that I've criticized, be it True News or Rick Wiles or E. Michael Jones or, or others. All right. But I, I'm, I live with this overwhelming sense of divine favor. I live with this overwhelming sense of the triumph of God. In other words, I, when I see an atheist rally, I feel bad for the atheist because I, I know the truth of God and I know God's love for them. And, and my fervent hope is that they'll come to know him before they leave this world because afterwards it'll be too late and they'll be lost. I, I live with this constant sense of the triumph of the gospel. I, I absolutely believe that at the end of the age, there will be a national turning of the Jewish people and national repentance and, and that Jewish people and mass will turn to Jesus as the Jewish Messiah. I truly believe that. So no matter how much I get rejected, misunderstood by my people, no matter how much the, the gospel message gets scorned, I, I grieve for those that reject it. I, I'm burdened for them, but I'm not like, Oh no, it's not happening. No, I, I just feel bad because they're missing out on the goodness of God and the blessing of God through the Messiah. So I don't have a chip on my shoulder. 
Well, really, it's really hard being a follower of Jesus, especially as a Jew. No, why? It's an honor to follow Jesus. It's an honor to be mocked for the gospel. It's an honor to be criticized for the gospel. It's an honor to be lied about for the gospel. It's, it's an honor to be defamed for the gospel. I rejoice. Ask my staff. They send me stuff to encourage me. Dr. Brown, check this out. Here's the latest YouTube video blasting you. Here's the latest article misrepresenting you. Here's the latest attack. When I see a whole book has been written against me or a two-hour video put out against me, I think, praise God, we're making an impact. The message is getting out. And then I feel bad for the people attacking. And then if there's anything that comes to my attention, if I've said anything incorrect or in a wrong spirit or anything, let me fix it immediately. And otherwise, I just bless the, the critics. I bless those that curse me, and I pray for them. And when necessary, I expose their error. So I'm, I'm blessed. Dr. Brown, we just want to encourage you. Keep it up. Don't get discouraged. Thank you. Thank you for that. But I'm not discouraged. I'm encouraged by God. Ask my wife, Nancy. All right? We, we've been married over 43 years and, 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 and best friends for over 45 years. All right? Ask her. Ask our daughters. Ask my sons-in-law. Ask all of our four grandchildren. In fact, I shared the funny story when I'd taken my grandson Connor last year uh, to a football game in Detroit, and we were going to be late for the airport worry. We were stuck in this, in this tra uh, parking garage and so on. <laughs> he said to me, Grandpa, 15 years old at the time, 14, Grandpa, sometimes you're too optimistic. Friends, I, I am, I'm not needing encouragement because I'm encouraged by God. I feel terrible for the critics. I feel terrible for those who are on the wrong side of, of God's purposes and God's truth. And I pray for their hearts and minds to be open and for their repentance. I'll keep trying to put the truth on the table, but here we gave it an hour. You see, you see how people will cower behind their keyboards, but will not come to the phone and call. What does that tell you? What does that tell you?